I'm so sad I can't give you tentacles. Hello and welcome to Chaotic Creations, a podcast where we take weird prompts and make weird Dungeons & Dragons characters. I'm Harper, your lawful nerdy paladin. And I'm Darby, your chaotic tired bard. And welcome to our sixth episode. Darby, how are you feeling today? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I just did a stream with Make It Playable two nights ago. That was a lot of fun. We made a character based off of random generated prompts. And I think the character that Tony and I created was really, really interesting. And I would really encourage people to check it out. You should especially check out Make It Playable because both Darby and I will be going on to Make It Playable in the next couple of months to create Disney princesses as D&D characters. So if you're interested in hearing us make characters live, you should go follow Make It Playable on Twitch so you don't miss those streams. You can hear all the uh, ums and mms that we cut out of this podcast. (laughs) Also going on right now, we have just launched a giveaway on our Twitter. We are so grateful for all of the people who have followed and listened to this podcast, and we would like to give back to our listeners. So if you go to our Twitter, you will see that we are giving away a set of 4D6 dice and the d6 were chosen by our followers and we are so excited to be giving away these dice for your stat rolling pleasure oh yeah these dice come from our absolute favorite dice company diehard dice they're these gorgeous metal d6s boy howdy do i love diehard dice yeah not sponsored although diehard if you are listening we are very open Anyway, our giveaway is ending on October 31st at noon Pacific Standard Time. So if you are listening to this episode, the day that it comes out, or even the week after it comes out, you still have time to go find us on Twitter at ChaoticPod and enter into the giveaway. All you need to do is follow us, like, retweet, and that's it. It's as easy as that. And for a fun little bonus entry, just tell us about a character that you've created that's been particularly chaotic. Also, if we reach 500 Twitter followers before the end of the giveaway, we will be giving a second winner, the second place winner from our followers' poll of their favorite dice. So we're going to be giving away two sets of D6s. So if you'd like a chance to win one of those sets, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter and follow the instructions on the pinned tweet. Last but not least, this episode is very special for a very special reason because it is coming out the day after our one and only Harper Hayes' birthday when she's now a lovely 25 years old, old enough to rent a car in most states, I think. I'll take being able to have a justified quarter-life crisis. Darby, in honor of it being my birthday, I have a very special prompt for you. I would like for you to make me a present here on our podcast. I am absolutely ready to jump in and give you a present. All right, so then without further ado, let's get into today's episode. In honor of it being my birthday, I have a special request of you for the character this week. Okay. I went on the Easy Damus website that tells you what kind of character you are. Oh. And one of the things that it does is that it gives you your ability scores. 
And so I am going to give you the ability scores that I got when taking this quiz. And I'm going to ask you to make me a character that you think is wildly different from me, but with the same stats that I have IRL. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. All right, give me the stats. Okay, so the stats are as follows. These are my real life stats, according to Easy Damus. Strength, 12. Dexterity, 14. Constitution, 13. Intelligence, 18. Wisdom, 17. Charisma, 15. Hmm. Using your real life stats and making a character... That is wildly different from me. All right. Uh, let's look at race first. <laughs> so for a recap for everyone, I am a human in our real world, but also when I play Dungeons and Dragons, I tend toward the human because I like their versatility, even though they are basic as hell. I also am a paladin in real life. I like to think that that's the class that best defines me. And I identify as lawful nerdy as my alignment for this show, but I do believe that in real life, my alignment is lawful good. I have a couple thoughts for your race. The first one that most prominently comes to mind is Simic Hybrid. Okay, so describe what a Simic Hybrid is. Simic Hybrid is from Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. Simic is one of the guilds that resides on that plane, and they're basically all about biological mutation. They're like Frankenstein, except they Frankenstein themselves. Interesting. Yeah, so they give themselves animal enhancements, and it's... This is a this is a rough paraphrase, so don't quote me on this, but they basically believe that the path forward is through biological mutation. That's true evolution is by accelerating and enhancing what's already there. <laughs> this already sounds very different from me. Yes. All the guilds on Ravnica have very different philosophies when it comes mm -hmm. to the way of life. For Simic Hybrids, Constitution score goes up by two, and one other ability score of your choice increases by one, which I think touches a little bit on, you know, a little bit of you still, because you like that versatility, and Simic Hybrids are nothing if not versatile. <laughs> That's true. That is the kind of character that I like to play. But mm -hmm. remember, you are making a character who is the opposite of me. I think replacing your arms with tentacles is not something you would do. <laughs> no, it absolutely is not. I know I've mentioned it before, but I would hate any kind of superpower or mutation that altered my physiology in any way. I like being a human creature. Yeah. Simic hybrids are all about not being <laughs> their base stats. So they get dark vision. You can read, speak, and write comment. And I, I think this is the one I'm going with because just the more I'm thinking about it, the more funny it gets. <laughs> okay. You've convinced me. Simic hybrid it is. Yeah. You read common. You get your choice of Elvish or Vidalkin, which is a race that is on Ravnica. They're blue people, and I don't know much else about them. Fair enough. They're very smart. <laughs> Your special racial trait is animal enhancement. Your body has been altered to incorporate certain animal characteristics. You can choose one animal enhancement now and a second enhancement at level 5. Well, but we're only making a level 4 character here. So, only one animal enhancement. 
<laughs> so <laughs> you can have Manta Glide. You have ray-like fins that you can use as wings to slow your fall or allow you to glide. When you fall and aren't incapacitated, you can subtract up to 100 feet from the fall when calculating falling damage. And you can move up to two feet horizontally for every one foot you descend. Okay. There's Nimble Climber. You have a climbing speed equal to your walking speed. And Underwater Adaptation. You can breathe air and water and you have swimming speed equal to your walking speed. So the only one that sounds like one that I would want in real life is the Underwater Adaptation. Because I love swimming. But I think if we're making the opposite of me, you should probably go for one of the other ones. I will say, I don't like climbing trees, but I have been cliff diving. Sounds like nimble climber it is. (laughs) That is absolutely not me. I know I have a dexterity score of 14, but I don't like climbing trees. It seems dangerous. What? Not in the slightest. I'm going to hold off on choosing which ability score to increase by one. Until you pick a class? Yeah, until I pick a class, because that'll be better to mm-hmm. help balance out whatever. I think I'll have you speak Vidalkin, because, yeah, Ravnica, Vidalkin. Why not? At fifth level, though, you could either choose to further develop new characteristics or choose a new option at level one. Hmm. So I suppose it would probably be grappling appendages next. You get two special appendages growing alongside your arms at fifth level. Oh no. You can choose whether they're both claws or tentacles. (laughs) Oh, this sounds terrible. Oh, they get super weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the other two are carapace, which is basically just you get a shell, which I'm fine with because it's just a shield growing on your body. Or it's acid spit, which actually sounds pretty dope. So, yeah, that's the only one that sounds terrible, but we're not making a fifth <laughs> level character today, just fourth level. Tragic, tragic. Okay, class is going to be harder, because I can see certain aspects of you in almost all of these classes. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it helps you, I can tell you what the Easy Damus said was my least likely classes. I want to see where I land first and see if I match easy damage at all. Fair enough. Okay. So what are you thinking? What's the opposite of me? Well, you're very smart. So I feel like artificer and wizard are out. Or wizard okay. is for sure out because you're very smart. You're obviously very studious. I went to college with you and you were <laughs> far more studious than I was. Uh, I think we were about the same level of studious. I think that I liked studying more than you did. Oh, that's, you know, that's fair. I also drank, like, a metric ton of caffeine. (laughs) I did as well, only during senior year while I was working on my comps, my thesis. Same, same, same. Yep. I didn't drink caffeine before, and now I literally can't. (laughs) I have weaned myself. I have not had caffeine in two months as of the recording of this podcast. I think the last time I had caffeine was probably when I had tea with my professor, like, in February or something like that. Oh, okay, so a long time ago. So you've weaned yourself as well. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, don't drink six cans of yerba monte every day for three months. It's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea, especially if you don't also eat food. Don't live the life that Darby lived in college, kids. It was not <laughs> healthy on the body. Okay, so wizard's out. Paladin, I feel like, is absolutely out. Because when I think of you, I think of protective energy and protective aura. And if that's not a paladin, then I don't know what is. <laughs> 
Yeah, I have big mom energy. I've had that my whole life. In mm-hmm. high school, my nickname was Mom. <laughs> and you were my RA, so that's another... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just... I am a paladin. That's yeah. what my class is. I'm very proud of it. Wizard and paladin are out. Bard, I feel like, is out. You're very charismatic. You're very persuasive. You know what to say. You have confidence. I like hearing you sing. Okay. I rarely sing, but... We did that one karaoke night that was kind of fun. We did, yes. And I did like hearing you sing, because you sang very well. So I feel like Bard is out. Warlock, to me, feels like something that would not particularly mesh well with you as a person. Making a deal with something on terms that might not entirely be your own, and might make you do things that you don't want to do to people you might like. Yeah, no, I like being like a union member if I have to sign a contract. (laughs) I like being able to back out with no risk to myself. Yeah, warlocks are weird. I, yeah, they are funky, fresh friends. (laughs) I think warlock it is, because, uh, yeah. I think that talking through my process of elimination helped me get there, because I'm starting to, like, narrow down, like, I think if you was very athletic, because as opposed to myself, I'm not but also you did a lot of sports in high school like you follow a lot of sports nowadays women's usa soccer hell yeah and so a lot of those like martial classes feel like a little sporty i feel like you can kind of break the classes down into the high school cliques of jock nerd and theater kid (laughs) and then warlock is the weirdo in the corner (laughs) i do think warlock is like the kid who does not fit into the like social dynamic which is odd because they are charisma casters you know what came to mind is someone who didn't fit inside of those that trio and existed in high school huh the weebs who were obsessed with anime and would like naruto (laughs) run everywhere and then like hiss at people if they came too close and go nani jessica itadaki matsu yeah this was not me as a child (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would not imagine you trying to bow to someone and going, Konnichiwa, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I can imagine that kid becoming a warlock. Yes, yes. You can't defeat me. I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you said you didn't want to hear them until afterward. Warlock and cleric were tied for my bottom too, as ones that were least like me. Oh, look at that. I'm as smart as a computer. (laughs) Hey there, it's Harper. Before you keep listening to this episode, let's take a quick break to hear from our good friends over at Two's Company. 1400 years ago, my ancestors, along with everybody else on the Shiloh Peninsula, fled a horrible calamity. 300 years ago, my ancestors were instrumental in the founding of the city-state of Laroa. Today, I carry on the Cagliari lineage and preside over the Cagliari estate, and by extension, the city-state itself. Meryl, 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 Meryl! What? What are you? How dare you interrupt my monologue? Uh, What is the meaning of this? Oh my gosh, Meryl, come back quick. Oh gosh, we gotta get you back to Henry. Meryl! Who are you and what are you doing here? This is private property. I'm sorry, I'm Professor Laurel. Uh, I'm a Pokemon researcher uh, from the Corette region. Uh, I gotta get this little one back to her trainer. I know he ran out of berries, Meryl. 
but we can find more. You were on the esteemed manor of the Cagliari clan in the city-state of Laroa. Where the Meryl! hell is this region? Meryl! Blah, blah, blah. I, I must get back to my monologue. Get out of my sight. I think we should probably just let them fight it out. In the meantime, welcome to the Two's Company podcast. I'm Patrick. And I'm Jonah. And each week, we change off between two one-on-one RPG games. I run a Pokemon campaign called Henry's Story, where we follow a young trainer as they journey around the Coret region and discover brand new Pokemon and give a lot of berries to a particularly sassy Meryl. Meanwhile, I run a mystery thriller campaign in which Jonah plays Christopher Earth, an accountant who moonlights as an assassin who takes on the client of his life. If you're interested in our podcast, we're hosted on Anchor, so feel free to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and more platforms. See you then. Bye. See ya. Okay, so a Simic hybrid warlock. This is going to be interesting. (laughs) I'm so sad I can't give you tentacles. (laughs) In another life, perhaps. In another life. If we were fifth level. Tentacles. Okay. Proficiencies. You get proficiency with light armor, simple weapons. Saving throws are wisdom and charisma. So I think I'm going to increase your charisma because you're a warlock. Fair enough, yeah, and I think that the charisma I gave you is an odd number, so that's going to round you up to the next modifier. That will be a nice 16. Respectable, truly. Ho, 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 ho. Your stats are a 12 in strength, a 14 dexterity, a 15 constitution, a 18 intelligence, a 17 wisdom, and a 16 in charisma. Okay. I mean, yeah, those are my base stats. You got a little hardier because, I mean, you're stitching body parts onto yourself. Great. Awesome. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) With magic and also surgical tools. All right. So you can get proficiency in arcana, deception, history, intimidation, investigation, nature, and religion. What things am I bad at? I'm terrible at religion, by which I mean I've never practiced a religion. I was about to say religion would probably be my first choice as your proficiency. Yeah. Let's see. I am great at talking about things that I am bad at, so. Same. (laughs) But that's unfortunately not a skill on the proficiencies. Smack talk is not a skill. (laughs) I will tell you that my worst class in school was always history. Breaks my little history major heart. (laughs) I know. All right, history it is. Religion and history. So we've got a different kind of nerd on our hands. Uh Uh-huh. The kind of nerd that I am very explicitly not. Otherworldly patrons. (laughs) Personally, I'm a fan of the Archfey. Mm-hmm. I know that you're not a fan of the Archfey that we have met in our campaign. But, I mean, I talked about on the podcast before how I personally distrust the Feywild. I don't know why people love it so much. It just, there are no rules. How do you know what to do? I like knowing what to do so that then I can usually follow the rules and sometimes decide they're not important enough for me to care about. I mean, I feel like there are very clear rules in the Feywilds. Don't give people your real name and read between the lines. Read between the lines is a terrible rule. (laughs) Okay. I like it when people are forthright. The Fae are super not that. <laughs> well then, I think you will truly hate having an Archfey patron who would not tell you the rules for diddly squat. 
<laughs> That's true. Okay, so Archfey it is. So for at fourth level as a warlock, for taking Pact of the Archfey, you would get as first level spells, Fairy Fire and Sleep, and as second level spells, Calm Emotions and Phantasmal Force. Later on, you would get access to spells like Blink, Plant Growth, Greater Invisibility, Dominate Person, all of which are very kind of feyish vibes, which I love. Yeah, I kind of hate it. I hate spells that take away a person's agency and free will, like Charm Person or Dominate Person. I think that those spells are kind of icky. All right, so at fourth level, you get two Eldritch Invocations. But you also get a mm-hmm. Pact Boon. So I'm going to choose the Pact Boon first because there are uh, Eldritchifications that are locked by your boon. Yes. So at third level, you get a boon for your loyal service to your patron. And there are three that are currently available. There's Pact of the Blade, Pact of the Chain, and Pact of the Tome. And thinking that you're very studious and also that you like animals, I think Pact of the Blade is rationally the last one that is least like you. I think that's probably right. I literally have both my cat and five books within two feet of me right now. Yep. Pact of the Blade it is. You can use your action to create a pact weapon in your empty hand. You can choose the form that this melee weapon takes each time you create it. So you can kind of make this weapon poof in and out. Well, what would my pact weapon be? What's the opposite of a weapon that I would use? So I think of like a club. A club? Just me hit. Yeah, just a straight, like, can't be thrown. This is like, you break your kneecaps sort of deal. <laughs> all right, so Eldritch Invocations. There's a lot of them. I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm very familiar with pretty much all of them. Yes, Darby loves the Warlock class. Yeah, the fact that I know what all of these are is a little worrying. <laughs> <laughs> there is an Eldritch Invocation that would improve your packed weapon and, in fact, allow you to use a ranged weapon as your packed weapon. Okay, so improved pack weapon. What else? I think Agonizing Blast is also a pretty solid choice because Agonizing Blast allows you to add your Charisma modifier to your Eldritch Blasts, uh, mm-hmm. increasing the damage. Which is a warlock with extremely limited spell slots. Being able to add extra damage to your cantrip is extremely useful. So I think those will be your two Eldritch invocations. All right. Feats, baby! <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Savage Attacker! Okay. Once per turn, when you roll damage for a melee weapon attack, you can re-roll the weapon's damage die and use either total. I think of you as very... Controlled is not maybe the word I'm looking for, but you think very carefully on your actions and you do things very thoughtfully. So Mm -hmm. I think mindlessly slamming and hitting things without a little bit of finesse is... Not really my style, yeah. I was going to say another class that wouldn't fit me well would be Barbarian. So I think Savage Attacker. That's it for your class. Now we have to move on to the background. Mm-hmm. Let's think. So in my background, I have been an athlete. I have been a good student. I was a teacher for a few years, and now I'm a student again. And I also do this podcast, which I hope is somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Entertainers out. Athletes out. Sage, I guess, is out. I've always been a very social person. I'm very extroverted. I need to be around people all the time. So maybe one of the ones that is more about isolating yourself. So like Outlander or Hermit, those are the two that I'm thinking of. I think of the Hermit as more studious. So the Outlander, I think, is probably the option I would go with. All right. Yeah. Out of the two of us, you are far more extroverted. That is true. I am extroverted 
compared to most people. I definitely have found that I have become less so as I have aged. I say that as though I am old. It's just because it's my birthday and I'm feeling older. I'm 25, folks. It's, I'm not old yet by any stretch of the imagination. A quarter of a century old. Well, when you say it like that, it makes me feel old. <laughs> okay, musical instrument. A schwam sounds funny. A what? A shawm. A shawm. S-H-A-W-M. Oh, so it's a lot like an oboe. I never even tried to play the oboe. That thing looked way too hard. <laughs> Languages. You get to pick one more language. It's going to be Sylvan. Sylvan. Yeah, that fey language. I don't like the fey. I just don't. This is, this is a great <laughs> dynamic. All right. So as a background feature, you get the Wanderer. You have an excellent memory for maps and geography, and you can always recall the general layout of terrain, settlements, and other features around you. In addition, you can find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day, provided that the land offers berries, small game, water, and so forth. Fair enough. I have a pretty decent memory for maps and locations, but I think I would be terrible at hunting, so... <laughs> All right, so, suggested characteristics, personality traits, choose two. Who is my opposite, Darby? I feel far more comfortable around animals than people. I feel like you like people quite a lot. I do love people very much. I have a deep love for humanity. Mm -hmm. I also love animals. I just like humans a lot. Yeah, because I've definitely gone like three days without speaking to another person and been totally fine, but I feel like if that was you, you would... You'd be going up a wall. <laughs> oh my god, no. I can't go three hours without speaking to another person. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good one. I think I was in fact raised by wolves is probably the closest one. Yeah, my mom sometimes listens to these podcasts, and I would like the record to show that my mother is not in fact a wolf. So, although she is a dog person. <laughs> My, my mother, what big eyes you have. <laughs> okay, so I was literally raised by wolves, and I'm more comfortable around animals than people. This does sound like someone who would make a pact with an archfey. Also someone who would add animal body parts to their body. That's true, yes, this is all coming together. Clearly, I was thinking four steps ahead in this 11-dimensional chess of creating a character, because I definitely think of ahead. Obviously. What ideal do you think is the opposite of me? Might. The strongest are meant to rule. Oh, yeah. No. Uh-huh. I think that's bull. It's also, funnily enough, the evil option. <laughs> yeah, I don't love that they uh, ascribe alignments to the ideals, because I think that you can believe in might and also be neutral. Yeah. Okay, so might is the ideal. Bonds. Which one of these makes sense for the character? An injury to the unspoiled wilderness of my home is an injury to me. Because if we're talking about someone who's raised by animals, loves the animals, wants to be the animals even though they're not literally an animal, <laughs> the unspoiled wilderness is their home, and if someone were to mess with that, they would go hog wild. I like it. And flaws. Violence is my answer to almost any challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not a very violent person by nature. I have deep anger often, but I try to channel it in more productive ways. Yeah, and not destructive. That's a better way to say it. Yeah, destructive is the opposite of productive. Yes, that's how language works. Darby is understanding of English language. Haha, <laughs> I am a human. Yes, and I study language. That's my whole thing. At least one of us understands how the English language works. Yeah. 
Okay, so we've picked out background, we've picked out class, we've picked out race. So the only thing really left to do is choose a name for my opposite and give them a fully fleshed out backstory. Because we've got the tiny nuggets, but we need to give them a full story. Repra. <laughs> Repra. Oh, is that just my name backwards? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where I was like, I know I'm going to have to come up with a name. So I wrote out your name on a piece of paper and I had to <laughs> do the letters backwards while looking at them because I oh can't do it backwards in my head. Oh my God. Okay. Repra. Uh-huh. Like it. Reaper was an individual who was found, perhaps, by a wolf pack, was raised by them thinking they were a wolf, maybe in the Feywilds, and then an archfey came across them and was like, this is funny. I'm gonna give them magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> and not tell them anything, because I am a fey. Uh-huh. And was like, hey, you want to climb better? Do you want me to surgically graft things onto your body to make that happen? <laughs> I'm thinking, because like Nimble Climber, it doesn't specify what kind of uh, bodily adaptation that is. I'm just thinking gecko pads. Ugh, that would be <laughs> the worst. I was thinking like claws or hooks or something. Gecko pads? <laughs> gecko pads. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that sounds terrible. The archface is like, Haha, this is funny. This thing thinks it's a wolf. And, you know, probably started trying to teach you how to speak and all kinds of stuff. And was probably like, hey, you want to climb better, kid? Here you go, gecko pads. <laughs> they were like, oh, this person probably likes the archfey. Probably loves them. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can climb better. Do it again. They're like, not just yet. <laughs> but I can make you do other things. You want to do other things? The Archfey literally did the thing that's like the stereotype of drug dealers where they give you the first hit free <laughs> and everything else you gotta pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, it's oh first adaptations on me. Yeah, all the others, you gotta sign this here contract. <laughs> the Reaper's probably like, what's a contract? And they're like, don't worry about it. I mean, Reaper's very smart. Reaper just never got the chance to go to school. So Reaper probably is the only individual with an 18 intelligence who can't read. I feel like they're probably intelligent in other ways. Like they're probably intelligent in the way of the wilds and like, you know, that sort of thing, nature. In the way that like nature and investigation are intelligence-based skills too. Oddly, we did give this person religion and history as their proficiencies. Oral history is just as important as written history. Religion though? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Why is this person proficient in religion? Maybe the archface like, I am your religion. <laughs> I am your god now. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the <laughs> god now. And Reaper's like, yeah, you are. What's a god? Awesome. I love it so much. So the archfey is just sending little Reaper out into the world to cause chaos and stir up shit. Yeah, this archface like, yeah, I'll keep you alive. Like, just go hog wild, man. Just, like, go. Just, like, explore. Mm -hmm. And, like, anyone who's chopping down a tree, you should just, like, kill them. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Reaper certainly sounds like a person who is not me. I'd like to think I have created a complete character who is the opposite of you. Well, thank you, Darby. That's everything I wanted for my birthday. Happy birthday, Harper. Thank you. I am... 25 and therefore I am older and wiser than I was yesterday. This is a gift for you in the present. 
That's all for this week. Be sure to join us next week for another Chaotic Creation. Chaotic Creations is created, produced, and hosted by Harper Hayes and Darby Pack. Editing is by Harper Hayes, and web design is by Darby Pack. The art is by Kiku Hughes, who you can find on Twitter at Kiku Hughes, and the music is by Kevin McLeod. You can find us online at chaoticpod.com. If you would like to chat with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at chaoticpod. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and tell your favorite nerdy friend about us. It's the best way to help us grow. Thanks for listening.